Well, let me ask you a question. When was the last time you actually looked at a medical bill of, of any kind, really, and you actually looked at, like, the itemized list of what it is? Two things are going to pop at you. First of all, you're going to say, wait a minute, I didn't pay for that. Where did that come from? Sometimes you realize things you didn't even know were happening if you had an extended hospital stay or somebody else did. And the second thing you're going to realize is what? How exorbitant these prices are. Here's the next thing you're going to learn. Medical debt is the number one cause of bankruptcy in the U.S. And as you know better than anybody, you know, most people listening to, to this show are, are, are family, uh, you know, providers or you're a parent uh, of some kind. You know how tough that is, especially in these tough economic times. So we're trying to get some answers for you. And when I found this lady, I knew I had to talk to her because she comes from both the care side and the coverage side and is dealt with this personally yourself. First of all, before any of that, thanks for finding the Cool Dad Rules. My name is Bill Adams. Thanks for finding the podcast, sharing that along. Always appreciated. I want to bring to you Dr. Virgie Bright Ellington. She has a book out that I think is absolutely perfectly timed for what we're going through right now. It's called What Your Doctor Wants You to Know to Crush Medical Debt. It's exactly what she does. And with all that said, first of all, Dr. Virgie, thanks for being here. And secondly, I don't think I'm exaggerating. I'm pretty sure I have that right. Medical debt is the number one cause of bankruptcy still in the U.S., isn't it? Absolutely. First of all, thanks for having me. But yes, you're absolutely right. Medical bills is the number one cause of debt and bankruptcy and stress in the yeah. United States. Yeah, uh, it's it's yeah. ridiculous. I mean, it, it's it's insane. I, I got a couple of questions for you about cost of care down the road here in a couple of minutes. But first of all, what people don't realize about this is you have power as a consumer, don't you? I mean, you've realized this personally, as I said in the intro, as someone that's come from the care side. You've also worked in the insurance industry. You have a system that you outline in the book, obviously, to have people go through, it's almost like a mental checklist, a physical checklist as well, before you even attempt to pay a medical bill, don't you? Absolutely. So the there's, I always say, Bill, there's only one right way to pay a medical bill and it involves three steps. And actually, if you go to my website, crushmedicaldebt.com, mm -hmm. there is a free downloadable PDF that goes through the checklist, the three steps of the only one right way to pay a medical bill. And that's number one. First step is to take that bill. And you know what? Bill, I don't even call them bills. I call them statements because often they're not real bills. Yeah. And that's because real bills have what's called CPT codes. CPT codes are exactly like barcodes for products in a store. You go into a store, you grab every, you know, every product has one. Sure. You grab a product, you run it through a scanner and it tells you, pops up a description of it and the price. Same thing with CPT codes. CPT codes are barcodes for medical care, medical service, uh, any medical service you have in the States, test procedures, office visits, you have it. So CPT codes are what you're looking for for a real bill. So you're, when you get that statement, when you get the bill, you're going to look at it to look to see if there is something called CPT codes on the top or mm -hmm. somewhere. And underneath it, those are usually five digits of uh, numbers and a combination of, of numbers and letters. Great. If it doesn't have CPT codes on it and a list of the, the five-digit codes describing the services you believe you've received, you're going to do step one, call the number on that statement yeah. and ask for a real bill with CPT codes. Step wow. one. Yep. 
Does that, then so that's two. even, sorry, before we even get to step two, doctor, that's amazing yeah. because you said there's, what is the purpose behind the medical industry to even do that, to get you to pay something that, oh, that maybe is not even, Bill, wow, man, your book in two, three, four steps ahead, you hit it right on the head. And that's a, that's another conversation for another day. You have sure. to bring me back. But the reason why, Bill, that we get these uh, statements or these things that are disguised as real bills is because they work. The American public is deceived into thinking this is a real bill. Right. But let me tell you something. There is no bill that is sent to any insurance company, government, commercial, Medicaid, Medicare, or commercial. There is no, no facility, no provider that will send a bill or a claim, fancy name for saying bill, yeah. to an insurance company that doesn't have CPT codes. Wow. The the insurance company be like, what are you sending us? This is just garbage. What, what's your point? That is not a real bill if it doesn't have CPT codes. So why do they send it to the American public? <laughs> because it works. Amazing. It works. Yeah. Okay. Step two. I'm sorry I interrupted you, but I was blown no. away by that. All right. Step two. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah, and that was really insightful catch, Bill. That's another story. Usually, I have to have that conversation down the road. To you know, so right. you're way ahead of us, and, and that's great for pointing that out to you know, your audience. So step two is you're going to take those CPT codes when you finally get the bill after you called up the provider, billing department, patient accounts department, and said, "Okay, I need a real bill with." CPT codes, you're going to take those codes and make sure that it looks like something that the services that you received, you're going to take them and Google them. You're going to Google CPT code, mm -hmm. you know, blank, blank, blank. And let's use an example, 99213, which is a type of office visit. So what happens is you put in the code, Google the code, and up will pop a description of the service that you think you received and just making sure, yep, that sounds like what I think I received. And so it just double checks to make sure you're not getting double charged or yeah. and or that you've got the services you think you believe you, you were treated uh, yeah, like, you retreat it. like you would with yeah. any other service. I mean, you would make sure if you're exactly. ordering something at a restaurant, you're not going to pay for a salad you didn't get. You go into a grocery store, you're not going to come out with an invoice, a bill, a receipt that says produce. Sure. Right. Dairy. No, right? Same thing with medical care. Why should the medical care industry be any different? And it's not. So the other thing you're going to do when you're at step two and you're Googling the CPT code, also Google what Medicare pays for that CPT code, what Medicare pays for that service, because that is the real retail rate that is a fair price. Mm. Now, there are some folks that work in this field in terms of you know medical financial literacy that say, okay, two times Medicare. Okay, fine. No more than two times Medicare. I say, at you know what, if it's good enough for the federal government, it's good enough for me. And, yeah. you know, so I say start at one times what, whatever Medicare pays for that service. Wow. Then that takes you to step three. You're going to call back the number that you call to get that real bill with CPT codes and say, look, this is the number that I'm willing and able to pay. This is the amount that's a fair price. Let's say that it was a $10,000 bill and you got it down to $3,000 mm -hmm. by your research, realizing that's what Medicare pays for the services you received. And you're going to call them back and say, look, I think $3,000 is a fair price. It's what Medicare pays, and it's what I can afford. Can you give me an interest-free payment plan for 
you know, and I'm using this number and people think that it's a crazy low number, but, you know, for many of us, it may be what we can afford. Can you give it, you know, can you give me an interest-free payment plan and I can give you $100 a month? Yeah. Now, Bill, you're going to get some pushback. Right. Sure. They're say, and that's their job to say, hey, well, that'll take us forever to get paid. Yeah. Well, you know, how does it go? A little bit of something is better than all of nothing. And they will accept it if you're persistent because they understand that it's cheaper for them to wow. accept that payment plan than to have to chase you or theoretically, you know, get maybe have it sent to collections to get only pennies on the dollar. That's amazing. First of all, the takeaway from all three of those groundbreaking steps, I think. First, it shouldn't be groundbreaking, doctor, because we should all know this as consumers. Exactly. But that's exactly it. Even with this, we can approach a medical service and of course the bill and the payment that comes along with it. As consumers, why do we not do, how come, maybe, why are we so intimidated by the medical system that we all of a sudden lose our ability to be smart consumers and we get intimidated down to just, you know, bending over for this? You know, Billy, keep booking ahead, man. You're saying all the <laughs> things that it usually takes us a long time to get to this point, but you hit it right on the head. So think of it this way. I like to give people the analogy. If you can buy a car, you you know, used or new, and take that car in for repairs, then you can pay a medical bill and make sure you're not overcharged. Why? Because, you know, many people do feel it's too complicated to be able to not get overcharged in medical bills because they think you have to know all these fancy yeah. medical words and fancy terms or know how the body works and know body part languages and all the fancy terms. No. When you go and take your car in, uh, to the to the repair shop when it needs repairs, you don't need to know all the fancy car mechanic language or no. how the car works, right? You don't need to know, well, a carburetor does this and blah, blah, blah. No. They, the doctor, the car doctor, right, tells you what's going on and you can say, okay, well, what does this mean? And they say, well, this will cost you this. If we get the carburetor from a junkyard or use car, carburetor, it'll cost you less. If we get it brand new from the dealership, you know, it'll cost us this. And you can decide what fits your budget, what will fit your payment plan. Same thing with the, with the human body, with your body, with medical care, mm. same thing. Dr. Virgie, you know, I can almost every once in a while, and I think this is actually a good healthy thing. You know, people, people I think, are, are learning to question things, and they'll hear it because there's so much information now. And they'll hear you, and they'll go, boy, I, I hope she's right about this. But you know what? I don't know. Maybe she's just saying this, and it's just she's come from the medical field. Maybe she doesn't know. You've got not only the background from the insurance side and the, the care side as well, the coverage and care. You've gone through this as a patient as well, haven't you? Yeah. So yeah, that's how I came to, you know, that's how Crush Medical Debt was born, Bill. I was a, I've been a board certified internal medicine physician for years. And then I was a health insurance executive for 10 years, but it wasn't until I became a patient and my hospital roommate was telling me about that the last time she was there, she had been, um, the day of discharge, she had been uh, approached and told by a representative from the hospital billing department that uh. before she could leave, she had to sign an agreement that she would pay whatever her insurance doesn't pay. Like a hostage? She, exactly. <laughs> right. You know, th there are stories, you know, she could have called, you know, dial 911. They're holding me hostage. They're kidnapping yeah. me. They won't <laughs> let me go. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. And so she, you know, young mom 
two toddler kids, so she's not working outside the home because the kids aren't school age yet. The husband is um, worked in a 24-hour diner. So you know they had a very, very modest income. Sure. Well, Bill, I'll tell you, when she told me that, I swear, the curtain dropped. Mm. I saw red. I was enraged because I knew they had just conned her, essentially tricked her and intimidated her and bullied her into believing that she had to sign it, which would basically sign away her family's future. And I thought, you know what, Virgie, don't get angry, get to getting, do something. And that's how Crush Medical Debt was born. Well, thank God you did. And I said at the introduction there, Dr. Virgie, that, you know, it's, it's, it's never been more needed, I think. I think the timing is perfect. We all know we're going through some tough economic times, but people are racking things up into debt like you wouldn't believe. I know of people, we did a, a, a story in a show a couple of weeks ago about how people are paying rent on credit cards, you know, j- just, to, yes. just to keep the lights on and keep the door open for another month. So you can imagine a medical bill, especially when God knows how, how these things happen. Emergencies pop up, you didn't plan for them. Uh, for more information and follow-up stuff, I want to get this out there. Obviously, um, the book is what your doctor wants you to know to crush medical de- medical debt. But there's a lot of information there, too. You kind of set it up as a resource for crushmedicaldebt.com, didn't you? It's kind of like a starting yeah. point. Exactly. It's a resource. It's a place to get information, and that's exactly what we want folks to know. We want folks to know that, you know what, you don't have to be intimidated. It's not too complicated to make sure that you're not overcharged and that you don't destroy your future and your family's future just because you happen, you're a human being and you got sick and or injured. Life happens. You should not lose your life, your financial life, yeah. just because someone, you know, the medical care system saved your, your, your life, you don't have to give up your, your financial life and your family's financial life. I've always wondered this too, and you're the perfect person to ask. I've always wondered, you know, in a normal, uh, let me use your mechanic example. Let's say you need some transmission repair, right? You'd go to one place, oh, that looks pretty pr- expensive. Wouldn't you get a secondary quote from another well, see, me- mechanic? You know what? You know what, Bill, the thing is, is that none of us really believe, you know, just like, you know, we put off getting life insurance because we don't want to deal with thinking about we're all going to die and we know it. Right. <laughs> so we, right. Yeah, we tend to put it off, right? Same thing with getting sick. We don't think that, oh, yeah, you know, I'm healthy, I'm awesome, I work out, I bike, blah, blah, blah. Well, injuries and accidents happen. And most Americans are just one accident or injury away from a lifetime of debt because, yeah. you know, um, it, it, it's just... If things happen, emerge, they can happen, they often happen emergently. So we don't plan in advance for this. So the the thing that I really want folks to know is if they get stuck with a bill, they wake up one day and they get a bill because of an accident or, or an illness that they were diagnosed with, I want them to be able to know what to do. It's great if you have like something you can schedule, like a surgery, an operation, like a hip replacement or something. Yeah, right. But that's not what happens to human beings. Things happen and we're not prepared. I want folks not to be blindsided when they get a bill that they did not plan for in their budget. They do it the right way from the consumer side. That's absolutely wonderful. I have millions of questions for you, like you said. We're going to have to break this up into segments. I'm going to call you back for all kinds of questions, especially now. But for the meantime, Dr. Virgie Bright-Ellington, it is what your doctor wants you to know to crush medical debt. You can find that obviously on Amazon, but also all the information on crushmedicaldebt.com. This is wonderful stuff. You're doing a lot of great work, and I thank you for doing that. Thank you for your time. And I don't know, you know, I, I, like I said, I think three or four times already, Dr. Virgie, I don't think this has ever been more needed. 
Thanks for having me, Bill. And I'm just so glad that you're sharing this with your audience and you're getting it out there. You know, you're, you're really helping folks with, you know, with everything you do with cool dad rules. You're doing good stuff, Bill. Thank you. Well, that's the name of the game. Thank you so much for your time. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Have an awesome one, Bill. How great was she? Thanks for finding the cool dad rules and hanging out with us. And thanks for finding the podcast, all podcast platforms, sharing that along. A great idea, by the way, a little pro tip is to subscribe so you don't miss anything in the future. And you can also find us on all social media wherever you find the cool dad rules you'll find us on there no matter what platform you can always direct message me too for stuff you want to hear in the future in the meantime thanks for hanging out we'll talk to you soon